At about 1.30 on the afternoon of July 29, 1930 at Oriole Park, home of the International League Orioles, then at 29th and Greenmount Avenues, dozens of boys, 10 and 12 and 14 or so, could be seen streaming through the entranceway, bypassing the ticket window and quickly losing themselves in the crowd. What was going on was a complete surrender of the Oriole management to the neighborhood boys of Baltimore. Game after game, season after season, in a war Oriole management had finally declared lost. They found that they couldn't stop the kids from climbing over the fences and even tunneling underneath them. Hooking in, as the kids themselves described the practice, was so out of control that the Oriole front office put extra police along the fences. But there never was a fence or a policeman guarding it that could keep the boys out. But what was Oriole management to do? It could hardly accept the kids' public flaunting of its admission rules. When the management filled one tunnel under the fence, the kids would dig another, a few feet away. And when the tunneling under became too daunting, the kids hoisted one another up and over the fence. Outmaneuvered, the management in its corporate wisdom decided at a face-saving arrangement. It organized what it called the knothole gang, so-called after the holes in old wooden ballpark fences through which kids from the beginning of kids used to watch ball games and announced that all kids were now members of the newly created knothole gang and so were eligible to get in free, guests of the Oriole management. So, beginning July 29, 1930, the kids swarmed the gates and were welcomed in, no charge, as members of the knothole gang. The management shamelessly took credit for support of the boys and the great game of baseball, but the truth was different. They let the kids in because they had no choice. They couldn't keep them out.